I just want to start by thanking Pastor Adrian for stitching me up. Um, he asked me to speak just before I go on an holiday, which wasn't the best time for me to be thinking um, about speaking. So I was getting on the plane, really ready for a, my family holiday to, to Greece, um, looking forward to it. And then not long into it, all I could think about was, was this. But what a place to get a message ready when you're laid on a sunbed and it's nearly 40 degrees. Um, <laughs> And then you just say, Lord, I need something, and the Lord begins to speak to you. Wherever we are, if our hearts are right, then God can minister to us. Um, and I'm, I must say that's the best place I've ever got a sermon ready, so thank you very much. Uh, if you ever want to ask me to speak again, then as long as the plane ticket to go in, then I'm welcome to do it. So yeah, That's good. Um, it's, it's, it's good listening to Adrian, what he, he said this morning, because when, when I really felt the Lord um, lay this upon me out this morning, um, I said... Are you sure that's the right thing to do? Like, like you know, sometimes like the Lord doesn't know what he's doing. Um, and, it, and, I, and I got this very, very quickly. And, and uh, this morning I just believe that the, 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 there's different messages that we bring at different times in church. And listen to Adrian last week saying that, that you know, you're going to have a time of rest and, um, and things kind of straight away. I felt quickened inside that, that that was right. And then this morning what Adrian's already said in, in, in ministering about storms and things like that and and i really believe that the, the lord wants to lift his eye this morning there are times where we need a, a, a proper challenge and we need to be spurred on and, and in god's economy as well there are times where god would have us come aside to rest to be refreshed and to be lifted eye and i believe this morning with all my heart that that god for all of us but but the, the, uh, different things for different people that god wants us to lift his eye to himself and over these next few weeks what I've got this morning, I believe that God would have you to think about and, and to apply to your life because God wants to bring us higher unto himself so that we can be renewed and refreshed for what comes next. And, and, and so this morning when Adrian started that, I thought, don't keep doing what you're doing because you're going to say everything I've got. <laughs> but it's, it's good when you sit there um, that you want to bring what's right. And whatever we bring, it needs to be, it needs to be right. And so this morning, I just, I just hope that the Lord will bless us. I'm just going to pray. Father, we do thank you this morning for your goodness to us. We, we love you for all that you've done for us, Lord. We're just so amazed. And we just pray in this short time now, Lord, that you'll lift our hearts to yourself. And, Lord, that you'll bring us nearer to where you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Naomi's got a picture she's going to... Oh, there it is already. Um, what, one of the... the or the bird that's spoke most about in the Bible is, is the eagle. Over 32 times the Lord mentions it, and he, he mentions it in regard to himself, the way that he leads people, specifically Israel in the Old Testament. And he mentions it also about principles that we can apply to our lives that, that will do us good. And so this morning, that's, that's, what, that's what the Lord's laid upon my heart to speak about. In Proverbs, it says, one of the four wonders is the way of the eagle in the air. And it's almost as if God says, look at this, and, and he's proud of the way the eagle is. And you know, this morning, that's what God's desire is for our lives, that for the world to look upon our lives, for us to radiate God, for us to, the lives that we live that are different from how we used to live, 
as if God would show us off to the world all around us. Now, you might not feel very highly of yourself this morning, and I know we all have those times in our lives, but, but God wants to display us to those around us. It isn't about church, and it's not just what we say and how we preach, but the lives that we live, the radiance that we have, those who look to him are radiant, it says. And so God, is, in, his, in his wisdom and his mercy, chooses people like me and you to display us to the world around us. And so this morning, I just want to uh, look at some principles in, in regard to the eagles that I believe God's laid upon my heart. So the next slide, Naomi. Okay, it says in Job, sorry, just get this on, it's, it's not coming on properly. It says in Job 39 that the eagles makes its nest on the rock. And, and a place of the stronghold. And this morning, I'm going to have to preach without this. This is a really, really good start. This morning, where we live and how we build our lives is vitally important. The, the eagle is, is not like other birds where it makes its nest in an accessible place, but high above everything else and upon a rock, it, it builds its nest. And that's so it's away from predators and in a place of security. And God this morning wants our lives to be secure. And we can build our lives and we can feel secure by our homes, by our, the money we earn, by the cars we drive, by the status we have in life. But God wants our lives to be secure by being in him. And this morning, I don't know who you are, a lot of you, and what, what is in your life, but there's only one place of security. And that place is built on Jesus Christ. And this morning, it isn't about coming to church. It's good to see everyone this morning. And church attendance is good and everything else. But we can be in church but not be built upon a rock. And this morning, everything we do should be about bringing people to Christ. It should be about bringing people to to the person of Jesus Christ so we can build our lives upon him. And the reason that many people come and, and they get church and they like the singing and everything else... But then when trouble comes and not to be seen, it's because they've never built their lives upon a rock that lasts. And church this morning isn't the answer. Church is good in its right place. And when it's run right, and there's no politics and and superstars and everything else, then church is good. And I'm into church because it's God's idea and it's a family. And we're to love each other and care for one another. But we can be in church all our lives and still miss it. But if we're built upon a rock, if we place our trust in Jesus Christ and in everything that he has done and and lay our lives firmly at his feet, then we can stand forever. And this morning I want to ask you, is your life hid with God this morning? Forget how many times you've been to church, but have you met the person of Jesus Christ? Have you surrendered your life to Jesus Christ and put your trust in him for salvation and security? There's no other place of security than to be in Jesus Christ. And, the, and, and life and everything in, in life will throw different things at us. But if you were built on Jesus Christ this morning, let me tell you, you're on the firmest foundation that you can have. That, that nest built upon that rock is secure, it's safe, it's away from harm. And if you're in Jesus this morning, then nothing and no one can touch you without Jesus' permission. The greatest place to be this morning is in the security that Jesus brings. And maybe you're, you've not been coming here very long this morning, and you're looking into this, and you're getting, uh, people are talking to you, and you just started coming along. Then let me encourage you this morning. 
we, we don't invite people here just to, get, to come to church or we're just like any other club, but we invite people to come here to find life in Jesus Christ, to find meaning in Jesus Christ, to be eternally secure in Jesus Christ. And in salvation, it says in the Bible, it's found in no one but, but in the name of Jesus. And this morning, we don't preach anything else. We don't preach Liberty Church. We don't preach read your Bible and be good. We preach Christ and Christ alone. The old hymn says, uh, my, sorry, the, the hymn we sung earlier about uh, in Christ and through the storm and everything else, the answer's in Jesus this morning. And if you've never made that decision this morning, let me encourage you this morning, look at Jesus. He's the only person who has the answer to our lives. Next slide, please, Naomi. In Deuteronomy, sorry, in Exodus, God says um, to, to the Israelites that he carried the people of Israel on eagles' wings. And there's a beautiful picture there, and it says in Deuteronomy that the, the mother eagle comes and, and she, she uh, ruffles the nest, and then she, she hovers over the nest and does it. And this is a beautiful picture. An eagle's nest can apparently weigh up to one tonne. In way. And the eagle takes a lot of time with branches and twigs and plants and even the fur of, of what it kills rabbits and, and all these lovely little creatures that it kills. And it lines the nest so that when it has young, it's a place of safety and security. And God wants us to be in a safe place. And the church is a picture of that. But the eagle's real strength isn't found in the nest. It's by being thrown out of the nest. And this morning... God comes, uh, sorry, the eagle comes and it hatches it. And when, they get, when the baby eagles, the eaglets get to a certain age, the parents start pulling the nest apart. So the soft inner linings taken out, and so the twigs and the branches and everything else that's sharp begin to stick in the eagles. And sometimes we get where we have a pain in the butt or whatever it is sticking into us. But you know, this is where our strength is this morning. The eagle, when it gets to a certain age, is no good in the nest. Eagles weren't made to sit in nests. And we haven't been made to sit in church. And we haven't been made for comfort, but to soar and to learn to fly. And so the, the mother eagle, she starts pulling the nest a bit, so the nest becomes uncomfortable, and the eagle starts feeling unrest. And then she hovers over it to encourage it to fly. And one of the most beautiful pictures is... That when it starts to fly, it starts plummeting to the ground until, until it learns to do it. And, and the parent eagle will swoop underneath and catch it and bring it back to the nest. And it does this over and over again until the eagle learns that it has two wings and it's able to fly. This morning, I like being in comfort. I like being in a place of rest and calm and everything. But in my years in church and in God... I found out that my security isn't in being everything being nice, but my security is in learning to fly and learning to live the life that God has called us to live. This morning, it may be that you're sat here and your nest has been ruffled. It may be this morning that you're in a place where you'd rather not be and God's prodding you and poking you and pushing you away from the comfort of what you've known into something bigger. This is a place of strength. God desires you to grow, to be strong, and to become more like Christ. And he does that by getting us out of our comfort zones and pushing us on so that we can become the people God's called us to be. I've sat in here when everything looks good and been in such a place of unrest that I felt all alone, that sometimes I haven't wanted to be here. But you know, when we submit to God 
and rest in him and accept the change that he brings into our life, we actually find that God brings us into something different. And often, a time of brokenness needs to a time of healing. And a time of unrest leads to a greater time of blessing in our lives. If God's prodding and poking you this morning, don't moan, don't complain, but ask God what it is that he's trying to show you. I've spent too long sometimes moaning about what God's trying to tell me to do instead of submitting and allowing me to become the person that he wants you to be. Can I encourage you this morning, if God's ruffling your feathers and if God's trying to push you out of your place of security, then it's for a purpose. Peter got out of the boat when everybody else was sat in it and he learned to walk on water. Moses led a nation, but he spent 40 years in the back end of a desert. Noah built a boat and saved his family and, and the animal kingdom, but he had years of being ridiculed and everything else. And they were all pushed out of the comfort zone to do something different. And this morning, if you're in a time of being, being pushed and prodded and sat on something that's sharp and it's not nice and it is a pain in the backside, then it's for a reason. And, and, and when we submit to that and let God do his work, then it'll be for a place of greater blessing. God wants to bless our lives this morning, but often he's injured by doing so because we don't go through the process that he wants us to do. If you're in a place of unrest this morning, then cheer up. And can I say this morning, if you're in a place of comfort, then get ready because it will come. And can I say this morning, God loves us too much for us just to sit and to be idle and to be comfortable. Enjoy the times of comfort because there will be periods of unrest, but it's for our good. And everything God does and allows is for our good and for our maturity and for our development and for our growth. I'm not the same person I used to be. I might not be who I should be today, but I have changed through the periods of unrest and uneasiness that I found in my life. God loves us this morning and cares for us. But he will ruffle our feathers so that we become who he wants us to be. So we can be displayed to the world outside that there is a greater way to live. And that is through the purpose of Jesus Christ. Okay, next slide please. One of the most famous uh, portions um, of scripture regarding the eagle is that, is that those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And God's desire for us this morning is to soar. I don't know about you, I know most people who've been in church for a while will know this verse, it's in Isaiah, the way to recite it, but I've always thought this verse means just about praying, about waiting on God, but this is the one bit I've struggled with this message all the way through. It isn't just about praying, it isn't just about waiting, and one of the things that God puts to me is, if this is just about praying, and I do pray every day, is sometimes why am I so tired and why do I feel like I'm not soaring? This verse isn't just about praying in the sense of waiting on God. That is a part of it. But the Hebrew word, this is good because Adrian always says a bit of Greek. So this morning, a word of Hebrew. Um, the, the, the root word for this word wait is uh, kavar, or it's, it's Q-A-V-E-H, however you say it. And the, the meaning is, is, is like a strand. And it's a strand that's twisted. Um, when, when I saw this for myself, I, 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 it just made so much more sense. One strand on its own isn't very strong. But the root word here and the meaning of this is that many strands being twisted together so they become strong. And we make ropes by tying weak things together and pulling them tight so they're intertwined and they become strong. 
And ropes can pull and do many, many things when they're built together. Do you know God's will this morning for my life and your life, and we're all different, is that everything he is becomes entwined in our lives. And that everything you are, you learn to be entwined in God. And so instead of just those who pray, she'll become like eagles. What God's saying, if you will let me intertwine who I am in every facet of your life, then you will become strong. If you will let me interact in every, in every area of your personality and character, if you will wait on me and let me do what I want to do in you, then you will take on my nature, you will become strong in me, and God will make us soar like wings of eagles. This morning, God wants to add to our lives so that we become stronger, and so that those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength and we become strong. This morning, God's got strands and principles that he wants to entwine in our lives so that we become the people who he wants us to be, and so that we can be lifted from the mundane and the ordinary, and we can be lifted into heights with, with, with him. It says that eagles fly above 10,000 feet. Now, I don't, I don't know when you look up where that, where that mark is. I, can, we, I don't think we can see that. But eagles reach great heights. And do you know this morning, God wants to lift our lives from the ordinary and mundane so that we have purpose and meaning um, as we serve him in our day and generation. And not just in church where we come and we sing songs and we feel moved where you are at work, where you live, where your family life, when the kids are annoying you, when you, when you, in every facet of our life, God wants to be, us to be lifted in our lives. And he hasn't called us just to live ordinary lives, but lives where we, have, where we make a difference and where our lives have distinguished. There was once a report that, that the pilot flying his plane actually saw a fish um, drop down where he was flying and, and they reckon that in that in that area there'd been loads of eagles being seen this morning eagles can reach such tremendous eyes do you know this morning god doesn't want you to to live on the earth but god's called us to sit with him in heavenly places so we are sat with him and it says this morning we're to set our minds on things above not on things of the earth so that we think like christ and we act like christ and so we take on that nature that he has so that we sit with him and he, god will share his mind to us this morning what an amazing thing that if you will take time to take time for God, God will begin to, to, to show you how he thinks, how he feels, what he wants to do, and to, and to let you into the secrets that he has. We have the mind of Christ this morning, or we should have the mind of Christ this morning. Is that how we're living today? Do we feel in an elevated place that God wants us to do? That is his will and his plan for our lives. Next slide, please. It says that an eagle can see a rabbit uh, from wherever it is for two miles away. Uh, that'd have to be a big rabbit for us to see it. But an eagle's sigh is apparently so many times magnified more than I saw. So, um, and it says in Job that it, it, there it's, it, it views its prey from afar off. One of the biggest things about the eagle is its sight. And this morning, God wants our sight to be good. When, when I become a Christian, one of the things that people used to say in my workplace, Daz has seen the light, his eyes have been opened in a mocking sort of way. But if we're in Christ this morning, our eyes should be different. We should see things different from the world around us. We should look at things different. And we need to have good eyesight this morning. An eagle can see from far off, which helps it to catch its food. Too many people rely on the pastor or whoever's preaching to feed them. 
But God wants us to have eyes this morning so when we open our Bibles that we see for ourselves. And we should be self-feeding this morning. Now, the good thing about church is we come and we're mutually encouraged and blessed. And that's part of the shepherd's job to feed the sheep. And all that's good. But if we just rely on the shepherd, if we just rely on the preacher, we're missing what God's called us to do. And what an amazing thing this morning, regardless of your uh, education or intellect, that if you have an hungry heart and a desire, God can open your eyes to see things that more people of greater intelligence and professors and scientists can never see. It's a miracle this morning that God can open our eyes to see hidden truths of how to live and way to do. And God's desire this morning is for you to be well fed and for, for me to be well fed. And there's no reason for any of us to live impoverished lives if our eyes are open and that we allow God to feed our souls. It says in Psalm 119, Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things in your law. God wants to feed us. And if you will take time to read your book, to read your Bible, to get into these daily breads, and if you're a new Christian, let me encourage you today, get into God's word. Start, start letting God's word feed you every day and you will become strong. And that's one of the strands that make us so that we're able to soar like eagles. God's word is there for our good and for our benefit. And so the eagle can see food afar off so it doesn't starve. God's, what, a, what a terrible thing if God looked upon us as a church and upon our lives and saw us as impoverished when he's given us everything we need for goodness and for, for wholesome living. God's word is there for us to enjoy and to feed upon. Let me ask you, when was the last time you didn't just read a portion so you've done your bit, but when was the last time you really got hold of God's word and asked God to speak to you, when you really dissected something so that your soul can be fed and that you can receive something from God? The other aspect of our eyes is that an eagle can see a predator from a long way. Eagles are desired to be brought into captivity. And people will, will pay a great amount of money for them. And so the eagle has, a, has an eye that it can see. You know, there's a lovely verse in Proverbs that spoke to me many times over the years. And it says, the prudent foresee evil and hide themselves. But the simple pass on and are punished. God wants us to have eyes that can see. And this morning it's possible that even before evil comes, if we're in tune with God and our eyes have been open, that we can see danger and we don't walk aimlessly on. You know, so too many people, they get picked out of church and picked off from the Christian life because their eyes aren't sharp. And God wants you to be in a place this morning where you can see evil, where we can see people for the Do you know, not everybody who comes into church is good. And we need to see, we need the eyes of Christ that we can see people for who they are so we don't waste time on the wrong people, but we invest into the right people. God wants to sharpen our eyes this morning to see so that we're not picked off. There's no reason if we're in tune with Christ this morning for us to be picked off by the enemy. It's possible for God in his wisdom and his mercy to show us ahead any danger or trouble so that we can see it and get out of his way. Next one, please. As Christians, we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And an eagle learns, once he learns how to fly, is sensitive to the surroundings in which he lives. This morning, one of the beautiful pictures of an eagle is this, and this is what Adrian was saying earlier, and this is the thing that I believe the Lord wants to lift people in this morning, is this. Most animals, I reckon, have a sense of when a storm's coming, I can't explain that to you, but inbuilt into most things, into, into animals as well as birds, they have an intricate sense that there's a storm coming. And most animals and, and most birds at that point will hide and look for a place of shelter and refuge. But the eagle does something beautiful. 
And when the dark winds begin to come and it becomes darker, the eagle heads for the sun. And the eagle's the only bird that can fly directly to the sun. There are people in here this morning and you're in a storm and Adrian's already said it. And you're in a storm this morning and in a place of darkness. And I want to encourage you this morning that you need to head for the sun. An eagle, like, like, unlike every other bird, instead of hiding, instead of looking for the thing to pass, learns to use the winds that are blowing to get higher and higher and higher. No person in this room will go through life without going through a storm. But in God this morning, we can fix our eyes on Jesus and we can head where he is and fly in his direction and get above the storms that come in life. Storms aren't sent to crush us, but to lift us. And can I encourage you this morning, if you're going to go on in God and you're going to be serious about progressing in a Christian life and in leadership especially, then storms are going to come and dark periods are going to come and we need to learn to ride them and to get higher and higher and higher. And what Satan often sends to break us, God uses to make us. God wants to lift us this morning. And I don't know where you are this morning, but I know in my heart and in my soul there are people in here and you're in a dark place and there's clouds that are over your life and it's not a good place. And I've been there. Let me to encourage you this morning. Look to Jesus. Do what the eagle does. Fix your eyes on the sun. And wherever he is this morning, head in his direction, there's security. And God will lift you to where he is. Maybe your storm's lasting longer than you think it should. And our storms are different for everybody. The storms that I go through, maybe you don't. And I've gone through storms, and I think God took far too long to get me out of it. But when we learn to ride, the eagle rides on the thermals, and he gets higher and higher and higher. And he keeps his eyes fixed on the sun, and he actually gets above the darkness to where where the light is. And this morning, if you're in a dark place, look to Jesus. The answer isn't in church. You can find help in here. You can find rest in here. And all that's good. But the answer is in looking to Jesus. And Jesus and Jesus alone is the person who can see us through our storms. If you're in a storm this morning, then be encouraged. It's here to make you. It's here to lift you. It's here to bring you higher so that you can find something in God that you wouldn't otherwise have found. God knows what he's doing, even when we don't. And God's always looking at us, even when it seems dark. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Wherever Jesus is, and whatever anybody else is doing, look to Jesus and fix your eyes on him, and he will see you through your storm this morning. And lastly, unlike many other birds that, that, that stay in groups and flocks and fly together, some in great numbers, which is a wonder in itself, the eagle primarily is a solitary bird. And if you're going to get anywhere with God, you have to find God alone. And church will play a part, and family will play a part, and your wife and your husband and your kids and friends and all that's good. But if you're going to be found anywhere in God, you have to find a place on your own. One of my favorite people in the Bible is Enoch. And Enoch walked with God 300 years. And because he set his heart out to seek God, and the Bible says you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. This morning, God still looks not for crowds, but for people. God doesn't look necessarily in big churches, but for men and women and boys and girls who will set their face on him and and, and find him 
for themselves. Let me encourage you this morning. Find a place, wherever that place is. I have a chair. I know other people go for a walk. Wherever it is, find a place for you which fits you, whether it's morning or night, whatever it is. But find a place to find God. Find a place that whatever anybody else is doing in life, that you know you have a place where you can go and meet with God and find something for your soul that will do it. God still delights by individuals who will set their face on him through good times and bad, through high times and low times, and who will set their face on him and seek him until they find him for himself. This morning, being blessed isn't the answer, but knowing the blesser is. This morning, it's not about the gifts, but it's about knowing and loving the giver of the gifts. And this morning, God wants people who will love him for who he is, not for what we can get. Now, because God's good and he's gracious and he's loving, God gives us lots of things, but that's not the primary thing. What God's looking for today is somebody who, through all the different facets of life, will set their mind on him and say, Lord, I love you for who you are. And whether I receive anything else from now and until the day I meet you, I'm going to love you for who you are. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to follow you. And if I don't get another thing, I'm still going to keep following you because of what you've done for me. This morning, God may shower blessings upon us, but that's not the primary thing. The greatest thing in all the world is for you to know God personally. And nobody can do that for you. I can encourage you to read. I can encourage you to pray. I can encourage you and tell all the things about God. But you have to decide in your heart that God's the person for you. And this morning, God still smiles on the person who will set himself apart to seek him for himself. This morning, with all my heart, I believe in the simplicity of what I've done and what I've fixed, that God looks across this room and people are in different stages. But over these coming weeks, as the church winds down a bit, that God wants this to be a time of refreshing for people. And God wants this to be a time where, whether you've been in a storm, whether, you're being, whether your feathers have been rustled, or whatever it is, that God wants to be a time where he lifts you closer to himself and he renews you for what comes next. Can we just bow our heads and just pray just for a minute? Just going over to Adrian. Tonight, Lord, we lift our eyes to Jesus.